Perfection. Okay, let's do this. Gotta zen the space. There we go. All right, space is zen. I feel good. Now let's talk about it. It is, it is the new year. It is 2023 and I am just so grateful and thankful to see another year. And usually when I enter into a new year, I typically do not have these big grand plans about pretty much anything. Mainly because I feel as though if I do like a January 1st, this is what I'm gonna commit to, typically I'm coming off of the stress, I'm coming off of the kind of like fast pacedness or the reflection on the things that I didn't accomplish in the previous year. So now I'm in a little bit of like scarcity mindset, lack mindset. I just feel like it's too premature to really hold hard and fast to anything. So January is kind of like the, let me just ease into the year, see how it feels, almost like a try before you buy. Like I wanna put the year on, see how she feels before I make any grand statements or plans, but that's just me. And typically January is a lot of reflection and it's a lot of me trying different things out, like different morning routines or changing some things to see if I like how it feels and, and the spirit of being reflective. I like to look at the lessons from the previous year and really reflect on them, to really dissect them a little bit. And most people, when I talk about like, what were your lessons learned from the year before, it's typically be off of like a mistake or a failure or a big upset or something that really caught them off guard. Well, that's all fine and dandy, I do that as well. But I find that most of us don't also acknowledge the lessons that have come from some of the great things that happened, some of the great you know, wins and successes and victories that came from the previous year. And the reality is success leaves clues. So if you had a big win last year, well, it's probably important to look at that win and see like, what did I do? What were the things, what were the skills, what were the attributes of making that happen? Because success leaves clues. So I wanna talk more today about my lessons learned from last year and a focus around some of the big like wins. And also because there was a lot of loss that I had in 2022, if I'm being honest, a lot of things that just threw me for a loop, knocked me out, me feeling like I don't even know if I can go on type loss and like deep, deep stuff. And the reality is I'm still processing. I'm still grieving. I'm still working through it. So I need more time with that anyway. So that will come at another time. But I do have three kind of buckets or three things that I believe to be true. And the first lesson really is about this idea of luck. I think a lot of times last year, I got put into some really amazing opportunities where from the outside looking in, someone would say, oh my gosh, she's so lucky. Oh my gosh, she's so lucky she got to do that or she had that opportunity. And I would say that luck in my opinion and in my life, that luck is really about being authentically who you are and showing up as that person 
doing the best that you can with what you've got. So giving the best effort that you have and the best quality of work and then being kind. Like that to me is what luck truly is because anytime that I've had something where it's like, this is such a life changing moment or, you know, a once in a lifetime opportunity. I mean, I had the chance to connect with and work with, you know, billionaires that, you know, people that I grew up like idolizing and I'm in being in close proximity to these people and having a chance to connect with them and to really learn from them. I've had opportunities to do really cool things with, within the industry of film and TV and sports and all these things. And honestly, it's not because of luck. It was because one, I really focused on trying my best to show up authentically as who I am every time that I enter any space, any place. It's so critical and so important because that is like my, that's my business card. That's my calling card. That is me honoring exactly who I am. So that's a part of it. So people know exactly who I am and they know exactly what they're gonna get when they bring me or invite me or include me on a program or a project. Then they know that because of that, I'm always trying to give the best quality work possible. And sometimes, the best quality work is me operating at a three. And sometimes my best quality work is me operating at a 10. It doesn't really matter if I'm at a three or a 10. It's just the fact that I'm giving the best quality work that I can in that moment. And when you constantly are doing that and you're showing up authentically as who you are, well, that creates conditions for people to be like, wow, I really understand where this person's coming from. I really vibe with what they're bringing. I love the work that they're doing. And for me, I go home at night and I'm like, wow, I'm so grateful and so proud of how I showed up today. That's always like a check that I'm thinking of. Like, how did I show up today? And am I proud of that? And if I'm not, like, what can I do differently tomorrow to make sure I honor that like commitment to showing up as my best? Not being perfect, not working so hard that I like break all boundaries, but, showing up with the best that I can as authentically as possible. And the third piece of the puzzle is being kind. I think so often when we're running through our days and our, our, our goals and achieving things that we get so focused on, you know, I have to get ahead, I have to do this, it's all on me, it's all on me. But the reality is, is being a human through that process and taking an extra moment to really see people and really acknowledge people and be kind to people. And it's not about people pleasing, which I've been guilty of doing literally all of my 20s, but there's a difference of people pleasing and simply seeing people as whole humans and acknowledging the full humanity of the person standing across from you. And people love to be seen and acknowledged and heard and felt and, and you know just like supported. And on your way and on your journey to success, if you're able to really take a moment to be kind and curious and empathetic and compassionate, well, it's really a great opportunity for people to say, I like how I feel when I'm in this person's presence. And anytime that something comes up, I want them there with me. So honestly, the luck that I've had a lot of times has been simply people saying my name in meetings and rooms that I'm not even a part of because of how I made them feel, because of the work that I created and produced and being super clear on who I was as a person. So that's the first lesson. And 
that's kind of cool because you are in control of that. You can control showing up authentically. You can control the quality of your work and you can control being kind to someone. And if you can do all those three things, well then, you know, you'll have a lot more luck in the upcoming year. And I plan to have a lot more luck this year. I think the second lesson, it kind of is, it's gonna be in two parts. The first is everything is temporary. Every single thing is temporary. If we can just remember that, life starts to feel more alive and present and juicy and wonderful and all of those things. There were so many moments last year where I really wanted to focus on being present. And I had a friend ask me one day, he said, Allison, when do you feel the most alive? And I thought about it and I realized that I really feel alive when I am in the presence or um, in the capacity of me like coaching, teaching, speaking, doing, like using my gift of my voice and my body and my thoughts and my message to serve other people, to help them to you know, become healthier and more confident and all of those things, whether it was on camera or in a workshop or speaking at a conference or doing group coaching calls or even coaching my one-on-one -on -one clients. It is so, it just like makes me feel like so alive. And when I reflected on that question that he asked, I started from that point on for the rest of the year, I told myself that I wanna be fully present in those moments and those magic moments because they're fleeting and they'll never be another moment exactly like that moment. And that really helped me to not focus on what was coming next or focus on how I messed up on a cue or how I you know, maybe didn't say the right thing or do the right thing or do I look weird in this outfit or whatever it is. I just was like, I'm here and this is the moment and this moment's gonna pass, so let me be fully in this moment. And that really allowed me to have a deeper connection to what I was doing, what was happening. And I tell you, there's nothing quite like it when you're fully engaged and fully in, like in the moment. And I think that the reason why this is a big lesson is because I want to expand that feeling of presence and like directness and connection, not just with what I do for work, but what I do as I'm interacting with my family, with my partner, with you know other things, when I'm out in nature, when I'm hanging out in my self-care nook. Like how can I continue to provide or create the conditions of me being fully present because every moment is temporary. It's fleeting, it's, it's never going to be here again. And it came full circle at the end of the year. At the end of the year, I was a part of Oprah's um, The Life You Want Masterclass, which was an amazing experience for so many reasons. But one thing that really resonated with me was when I was watching Oprah, I can't believe I'm even saying that, watching her interact with me or interacting with anyone else who was in the small group class that we were in, it was as if everything that anyone said to her was a new idea that she'd never even considered. And I watched her just sitting there absorbing every single thing that was coming and, and her just sitting with it. And then when she responded, it was like, she was responding with this level of 
pure acknowledgement. It was as if she saw that person, she heard that person, she felt that person, she understood that person. She was connecting with what they were saying to her own life and then giving this answer or this response that made you feel like you were the most important person in her life. And that to me was like, that's what I aspire to have, that level of presence, because I want to believe that Oprah realized that this moment will never happen again, so I want to be fully here. And that's the goal. I want to get to that level. I want to get to that level. So yeah, that's the second lesson. And the third lesson, it's kind of similar to lesson number two, but the third is really embrace and enjoy the good and endure the bad. So when the good moments come, just be there, enjoy it. Enjoy every single moment of it. Just enjoy it, love it, be in it, be present. Just be like so grateful and open to it because those are the moments that you're gonna remember and you're gonna hold on to and you're gonna have these like vivid memories. I have so many memories from last year that were just wonderful and beautiful and I can sit right now and just think about all of them. I did a meditation earlier where um, the guided meditation was walking you through all of the happiest memories and moments from the year before. And I'm so grateful that I was truly present for some of those big moments and memories and some of the small ones that I even forgot about because they were coming back to me with such flavor and color and detail that I felt it through my whole body. So enjoy the good moments. Enjoy the delicious meals. Enjoy the slow mornings. Enjoy the, the, the times when you're laughing to where you're crying because it's just so hilarious. You enjoy those soft, subtle moments, the hand holding or the, the kiss on the forehead, whatever it is, enjoy it. Because on the other side of that is there are going to be moments that aren't that great. And I told you, I had plenty of really, really gut-wrenchingly painful moments that I didn't think that I was going to bounce back from. And I'm still grieving right now. And the thing that really helped me was the reminder to just get through it. Just get through it. Because I think it can be so easy when the bad times come that we, I'll speak honestly, that I would can try to, in my mind, it's like this is so horrible and terrible that I don't know if I can go on. And I feel like I'm the only person going through this and, and no one else understands my pain. Okay. I had to take a moment because that's kind of deep. And that's a really, really crappy place to be and to feel. And I would often tell myself, Allison, just get to tomorrow. Because tomorrow might be the day that everything gets turned around. But you won't know if you don't get through today. So tomorrow be became this thing of like, if I can just endure today and get to tomorrow, maybe that's the day it turns around. And through that process, it helped me to understand that, again, everything's tem temporary, right? It all kind of comes back to that second lesson. And sometimes enduring the bad meant being bold enough and courageous enough to reach out to my, my network, my partner, my friends, my family, you know, social media community, just to be like, I need some help. 
and it's not like a cry for help, but more of just like being able to know that there are people in your life that can really hold you and support you or at least hold space for you. And that was really helpful for me to get through the bad moments because I also knew that the good moments would come because everything is temporary. And so just as I know that the bad moments, if I can just endure them, I'll get through them. On the other side of it can be something so beautiful and joyful and can be completely unrelated to what negatively just happened, right? It's not like gaslighting myself or like toxic positivity, but it's just knowing that I can get through this. And I think one thing that really helped me to get through some of those bad moments and episodes and periods was gratitude. Every morning, waking up and just thinking, what do I have to be grateful for today? And challenging myself to choose something different every day. Because gratitude is a game changer. I, uh, I really do believe that. And it's helped me so much. So if I look for this year, you know, the lessons and how I want to apply them, it's really around continuing to be more present in everything that I'm doing. So that way I can store up a lot more of the good to help me to endure the bad. So that's it. Those are my lessons. Those are my lessons from the year, last year. And I'm really going to try to my best to apply them to this year and apply them deeply because there were moments that, and lessons that I learned from really kind of like great moments because even this last one, like enduring the bad, when things kind of fell apart, you know, and being able to enjoy the good and endure the bad in one situation, what was really helpful was that because I was so enjoying the good, when things started to fall apart, I still walked away from that situation feeling like I'm not owed anything because I was able to really pull on all of the goodness. I was able to focus more on the goodness versus really letting the the hard stuff of that situation pull me down into a place that I probably wouldn't be able to get back up from. So I was grateful that I had enough goodness stored up to help me to endure the bad when they got really, really bad. So those are my lessons. would love to know what your lessons are from uh, last year and how you plan on taking those lessons and tweaking them or um, kind of deepening them for this year. Happy New Year.